Welcome to Times of Refreshing. Today, I want to share with you on the topic I have captioned, Healing for Hurting Marriages. In Jeremiah 30, 17, the Bible says, And I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Marriage is a beautiful relationship ordained by God for your enjoyment, comfort, and enhancement. However, in today's world, it's a known fact that so many marriages are experiencing hurt, and some can even say to be already dead, though both parties still live together. A hurting marriage is one of the worst relationship tragedy that anyone can experience. I pray for you today, dear listener, that you will never have such an experience. Why? Because among other things, it leaves the husband and wife with pain, anguish, dissatisfaction, disappointment, and the list goes on. Sadly, some people have had to deal with depression, attempted suicide, and issues like that because of a marital relationship failure. It can be very, very deadly. Truth is, when a marriage is hurting, both parties are hurting. The pain does not only affect the couple, but the family members and especially the children. Clearly, a hurting marriage is one of the reasons for divorce because some people believe that this will resolve the hurtful feeling. But sooner or later, they realize that it doesn't. Why? Because the root of the issues have not been dealt with. Think about this. In the natural, when you get hurt, it gives pain. And in case you have a cut, it creates a wound. And do you, because of that, cut off that affected part? No. Definitely. So, what do you do? You treat the pain and the wound. You don't cut it off. It is the same thing with marriage. Every hurt in your marriage gives pain. And it may even create a wound. But you don't, because of that, cut off that part and go into separation or divorce. No. Such wounds and pain, if not adequately treated, can hinder the well-being of your home. Husband and wife, listen to me very, very carefully. Don't leave the hurt in your marriage unattended to. So you don't slowly drift away, thereby creating marital wounds. If you cover festering wounds in your marriage, it will prevent healing. Therefore, choose to expose those wounds to the right treatment and promote healing. Please note, just because your marriage is hurting doesn't mean it cannot be healed. It doesn't matter how much hurt you might be experiencing right now. Dear listener, don't write off that marriage. Why do I say so? There is hope for you. Remember the open scripture? Jeremiah 30, 17? God says concerning that your hurting marriage, I will heal thee of thy wounds. I pray for you today that supernatural healing from God 
come to your aid and that marriage shall be restored. To find healing for your hurting marriage, what do you do? You may ask. Consider the following. Number one, get to the root. This is very critical. Some hurt that people experience in marriage have underlying issues that must be addressed before healing can take place. Until the root of a tree is dealt with, cutting of the branches or trunk might just be a waste of time. It's the same with marriage. Every tree that has a root will definitely have fruits on it. So, to get to the root, three things I want to share with you briefly. Number one, begin with yourself. 1 Corinthians 11.31 says, For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. So, the first step to healing is to look inwards, not outwards. You must be honest with yourself. Are there areas in your life that you need to work on or changes to make? That negative character, the bad habit, the wrong association, the evil thoughts, the speaking of guile, the ungodly pleasure, and the list goes on. It is very easy, beloved, to point accusing finger when there are challenges, especially in a relationship. Now, if you point one finger accusing someone else, one finger goes to that person. But in the process, minimum three are pointing at you yourself, while one is pointing up to God as a witness between you and the person you are accusing. Wherever you may be right now, you can point one finger out, see how many fingers are pointing at you, and one pointing up to God. Therefore, don't capitalize on pointing accusing finger at your spouse. Look inwards, because three of your fingers are pointing back at you. And remember, God is watching before whom everything lives here. So rather than put all the blame on your spouse, take responsibility and make room for real and lasting changes. If you remove the log in your own eyes, then you will be able to clearly see the speck in your spouse's eye. First cast out the beam out of their own eye, and then shall thou see clearly to cast out the moat out of thy brother's eye. That's what the Bible tells us in Matthew 7, 5. What is the log in your eyes? Ask yourself and find out. Where have you missed it? Be sincere. Oftentimes, pride and unwillingness to change, I have come to discover, are usually at the root of many marital problems. You have to let go of that pride. Examine yourself, whether ye be in the faith. 2 Corinthians 13.5 tells us. So why don't you examine yourself? Therefore, first, focus on where you have missed it. Then accept responsibility for your action and give room for lasting changes. Your positive change of attitude can turn the atmosphere 
and your marriage around. Years ago, Iman shared a testimony of how he decided to be more helpful at home after he had an encounter in one of my ministrations on marriage in the seminar. And through his act of service, his marriage was restored. So, you might need to consciously learn how to do some things. For instance, simply say, I am sorry when you are wrong can go a long way. Complimenting your spouse can do a lot of things. Begin to show appreciation. Begin to speak right words. Be more helpful to your spouse. And as you do so, you will be surprised how the changes you have been long waiting for will become a practical reality. This is not to say in any way that you are the major cause of the challenge in your marriage. No. But that is where it must begin from. It must begin by you examining yourself. Number two, to get to the root, communicate with your spouse. But speaking the truth in love may grow all into him in all things. Ephesians 4.15 tells us to get to the root, effective communication between husband and wife is inevitable. Listen, communication can be said to be the mother that cements the marital relationship. You need it more than you think. One study found that one of the most common reasons people cited for divorce was not being able to talk to one another. This is very, very sad. Therefore, talk together to find answers rather than blame or hurt your spouse. A wise man once said, if you talk together, you stay together. This is very true. Therefore, learn to respectfully discuss what went wrong and what should be done to strengthen your relationship. However, ensure that no communication between you and your spouse is ever allowed to degenerate into argument because that will never bring solution. The more effectively you communicate, the better and faster your healing will be. My husband once said that poor communication is the reason behind brutality in marriage, including Christian marriages. And this is very true. I pray for you today that brutality will not find access to your marriage. And remember, assumption is the mother of frustration. Don't assume. If you don't know, ask questions. Every effective communication involves question asking. Communication between Adam and Eve was definitely not effective. Hence, the devil took advantage of it. You can read all of that in Genesis chapter 3. So don't allow the devil to take advantage of you in your marriage. Don't speak in parables. Be sincere with each other. Be open. For communication to be effective, you need to communicate or discuss at the right time because there's time for everything. You don't start talking when you know that your spouse is just returning from work tired and hungry. That's not the right time. Also, you need to know the right place. 
It's not everywhere. For instance, it's not where you have guests around in your home that you start asking questions and wanting to communicate with your husband or your spouse. That wouldn't work. And then, of course, you must know how to choose the right words. These are very important. As you communicate, you may be surprised how much healing you get. I pray for you today that healing will be your portion in your hurting marriage. 